This is Trivia Friday. The number to call with your question or your answer to a question is 888-589-8840. If you want to shatter the backboard of education, <laughs> yes. this is where it happens. You folks. can do it. I've seen a grasshopper take down an antelope on that geo. He want to know what planet did it his way. Why is it always a crazy uncle? I did it my, my way. way. Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to Trivia Friday here on American Family Radio. Thanks for listening. I'm Tim Wildman, and uh, joining me in studio is Ed and JJ are both traveling, and uh, Bert Harper's back with us. Hey, it's good to be back. I, I enjoy when they travel. You're going to get uh, you, you and Kendra White. Good morning, yes, Kendra. Good morning. You guys are going to get uh, full benefits here. Man, oh, wow. all Ten- right. It's called tenure. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't even consider y'all substitutes anymore. You're uh-huh. such regulars here. Yeah. Well, um, it's, it's good to be on with these guys. It enjoy. Is. All right, so it's Trivia Friday here, also known as hey, Learning, Learning University. University. See there, they got that down too. <laughs> Learning University is on the air next hour, hour and a half. Uh, we're going to have trivia. And so we're going to ask and we're going to answer because we're going to pitch the questions out in a minute and then you're going to call in, answer, and then ask us a trivia question. Uh, so, uh, Bert, if they answer a uh, mystery question, what will the, what will they hear? They will hear this great sound. The beloved cowbell. More cowbell. More cowbell. <laughs> More cowbell. The cowbell will ring and you will know you've won yourself a, a uh, Trivia Friday t-shirt learning university t-shirt which if you're watching on facebook or youtube we're now holding up holding up the t-shirts that uh, you will you will win one if you hear that cowbell and you answer the question correctly or inverse there uh, reverse that you'll answer the question correctly then you'll hear the cowbell uh now if you want to buy yourself a trivia friday learning university t-shirt we're about out of these, I think. Really? Wow. Yeah, I think we are. Limited edition, huh? 15, 15 bucks is all we're asking. And as Ed says, we have a special going now. It's $30 for two. For two? Yeah. 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 Can't it, pass it up works. Like hey, that. It works. <laughs> so all you need to do is go to uh, afastore.net, 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 and buy yourself a Trivia Friday Learning University t-shirt. It's got Ed's caricature of mine and... Um, who is the, that guy? The aforementioned J.J. <laughs> Jasper. Yeah. So, um, all right. Uh, anything else? Uh, oh, one more ground rule. What is that, Bert? If you have called in the last two months. Eight weeks. Eight two weeks. Months, yeah. Don't call. That's but, pretty, well, if you got on the air. Right? Right? If, if you got on. If you got on. If you got on. That's right. If you got on the air with us in the last eight weeks, please don't call. Please wait because we want to give as many new people an opportunity to be on the air with us as as possible. So, without further ado, we'll give Kendra the uh, opportunity okay. to pitch her que- pitch her question questions out there first. All right, students, listen up. Here are your questions. Starting off with a little Bible trivia. In what we city? didn't give the number. Oh yes, my apologies of for interrupting the lady. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give the phone number. So uh, here it is to call in and be on the air with us. 888. Can't remember that. Uh, we, <laughs> we can't help you, okay? Snowman, snowman, snowman. 888 589 8840. 888 
589-8840. Now, well, go ahead, Well, the lines Ken. are already full, so some people have this number memorized. They and do. They have been they waiting. Do. It's on fast dial, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <It> <laughs> <is>. <laughs> All right, so back to our Bible trivia question. In what city were followers of Jesus first called Christians? This is the early church back in Acts. Um, next, name the famous inventor who said, God is going to reveal to us things he never revealed before if we put our hands in his. Who is that famous inventor? And question number three, what is the formula for the area of a circle? I'm sorry? What? The area of a circle. Yeah, the formula. Yeah, how do you, how do you solve uh, that? I got you. Without a technique. Evidently, I missed it. <laughs> Evidently, I missed that. That day was in geometry the day we missed. Mm, yeah, <laughs> I was out that day. Uh, that's it. Hey, uh, I got three questions, and mine, one of them is a Bible story, but it's a little, hopefully, you'll get it. In what Bible story, what Bible story is about two men who could be called Lefty and Fatty? Okay, that's not their real names, but. That could be their nicknames. The Bible story? The Bible story. There's a Bible story about, about a lefty and a fatty. Men, a lefty and a fatty. I don't think you can call people fatty anymore. That's shaming uh, there. Yeah. Well, I thought I was all right at learning university. <laughs> I, well, you know, the yeah, folks, we don't cancel people here. We okay. try not to. Okay, but, well, I'll take <laughs> yeah, my, I took my wanna, chance on that one. Yeah. And and I always have an Andrew Griffith show. I, people ask me, yeah, I have them. But this is different. On what television show did Sheriff Andy Taylor make his first appearance? Hmm. Yeah. On what television show did Sheriff Andy Taylor make his first appearance? So the Andy Griffith show would have been a spinoff in a way. You got it. I didn't mm. know that. It was one of the early ones. And then here's uh, my geographical, I guess, or historical question. What state was added to the Union during the Civil War? Mm. What state was added to the Union during the Civil War? Okay, here are my three. Uh, there was a state that was added to the Yeah. It's a tough Union. time to be added, yeah. huh? Yeah. Okay. They, wanted, they wanted to recruit their guys to fight, I guess. I don't know how they did it. I guess. No, me. Mm. They were. Right. Yes, one state. All right, so um, my wife, she likes to read novels, historical novels in particular. I don't know what that says about my personality. <laughs> if she Put it to, on an audio book for yeah, me, and I might yeah. get to it. What do you need, honey? I'm reading. No, uh, anyway, so this uh, I, had, I had this question. I wanted to know, what's the top-selling novelist of all time? Mm. Now, let me just say this. William Shakespeare is in sort of a league by himself. Okay. All right? So we're going to put aside him aside. Aside from him. Uh, other than William Shakespeare, I want to know what who the number one selling great question novelist fiction obviously mm. is of all time. All right, and you've heard this name. You've heard that this name. The answer to it, you've heard. This isn't some obscure name of somebody you've never heard. Number two from the world of science comes this question: An average human. I think that's us. <laughs> well, just, I'm just looking around the room. Some of us, I don't know. <laughs> just looking around the room here. An average human takes how many breaths in a day? Okay, now I'm not looking with or without a mask. Uh, <laughs> ooh, a little zinger there from, uh, the, sorry. Uh, from the girl from Kentucky. <laughs> uh, no, uh, this is a. Uh, I'll take uh, the answer in in thousands. Okay. Okay. 
An average human takes how many thousands of breaths a day? Wow. So just round it off, okay? Get your yeah. calculator out. Uh, Someone's timing themselves right now in a minute, right. and they they're going to do the math. They got stop watch out. <laughs> yeah. Time me, that's honey. That's fine. Hey, go ahead. <laughs> Try to breathe normal while you're counting that's your breaths. That's you want to do it. All right, and finally, uh, this is this is a way out there animal kingdom question, okay? How how do ants, not ant B, not like ant okay, B. Not I'm, ta- I'm talking about yeah. like a, a real ant, oh, like yes, a little yeah. bitty, yeah, the little bitty Worker thing you ants. see. Okay, how do ants find their way back to their nest? Mm. How do ants find their way back? to their nest. Well, you know you have those scout ants. They're out there looking, and then they scout. have to find, yeah, they're scouter ants. Yeah, they, well, then they'd have to communicate. They got right? to. I don't know how Some to do Some sort of marking system, yeah, that's huh? right. like a they trail. Do. Yeah. So, uh, let's see here. We'll, I'll, I'll take the first one. We'll go to Mark in Louisiana. How you doing, Brother Mark? Martin? Hi. Hey, Mark. Good morning. Good morning. You want to answer or, or ask or do both? Well, I'd like to try to do both, please. Okay. Well, we welcome you. By the way, what part of Louisiana are you from? I am from a small town just south of Fort Polk, Louisiana, in the west central part of the state. Okay. Well, amen. Okay. Which question would you want to answer? I will try to answer the question about state added during the Civil War. Okay, here it is. What state was added to the Union during the Civil War? I believe because of the controversy over slavery, it would have been West Virginia. Hey. Is that right? That's right. Oh, right First question of First. the day, the mystery question. question. Wow, we won't have much mystery to go on. <laughs> hey, you're going to win a T-shirt. How do you like that? Uh, that's pretty good, Mark. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Trivia Friday T-shirt. And uh, so, Mark, when we get through, you ask your question. Uh, hold on, and we'll put you on hold, and Cindy will get your uh, address, and we'll get that in the mail to you. That's great, Mark. Uh, how do you, are you a Civil War buff? I'm not really a Civil War buff, but I do uh, love history and science and things that go with that. I'm, I'm a former teacher and instructor pilot for the Army. Oh, wow. okay. Well, hey, man, uh, thanks thank for, you your, for service. your service. Yeah. Hey, by the way, it was 50 counties in West Virginia. Virginia was a lot bigger. It was as big as West Virginia and Virginia is now before the Civil War. 50 counties in that section that is now West Virginia withdrew from Virginia, applied to the Union for statehood. Mm. They accepted them in 1863. That's a good good point. And then and they were also, at that time, the largest state of the uh, states in the Union. Yeah. Okay, so uh, in the middle of the Civil War, part of what was in Virginia, well, it still is, what, what, what was in Virginia – they themselves seceded. They did from their the own from their own state yeah. to yeah. join the union. Yeah, and I'm not having a, a judicial. Uh, I don't know all the ramifications. I just know they did it, and, and the think, union accepted it. I think their governor at the time was John Denver, <laughs> West Virginia High. Amen. West, I bet. That's Rocky Mountain High, Bird. Right. Oh, <laughs> you, you got your songs mixed up there, brother. You used to embarrass yourself. But uh, that's okay. Uh, 
Now, go ahead, Mark. Your question for us is what? All right. I'm going to give you a choice between a history question or an entertainment question. Which would you like? We, uh, well, either one, but let's go history. All right. Good. I enjoy this one. And it's going to take a little bit in the telling, so bear with me. An old man walks out on a pier on the beach, and he has a bucket of shrimp in his hand. As he walks to the end of the pier, he begins throwing the shrimp, and the seagulls flock around. If you listen closely, you can hear the old gentleman saying, thank you, thank you. And he smiles off in his own world. Many people today would think this quite odd. But this gentleman happens to be the founder of Eastern Airline. He was World War I's first ace pilot. He was a pilot and instructor during World War II. During the eight days that his crew went down during World War II, they were at the end of their rations. They had run out of water. But as they laid and each joined hands and prayed for a miracle, he slept and a seagull landed on his arm and he managed to catch it. This provided food and bait to catch fish and keep the cycle of life going. They were found and survived after 24 days at sea. Who was this little old man? Wow, that what a story. story is crazy. Yeah. I bet he was a good history teacher. I tell you what, that was captured awesome. Captured a seagull that landed on him. Was there a movie incredible. made about him? He was laying there with his eyes closed after they had prayed for a miracle. He felt something land on his arms and very quickly thinking he grasped the seagull. This gave them food, very meager amount, but enough for bait and a little bit of sustenance, wow. and they were able to continue this by catching I have no fish. idea. I, don't know. I can't even I, I give a rational guess. What's his name? Eddie Rickenbacker. Oh, yeah. Heard of him now. I remember, I know of Eddie him. Rickenbacker. Rick, hey, are yeah. you saying he was uh, he, he was in his – what did he do in World War One, and then what did he do in World War Two? In World War One, he was the first American ace pilot. Gotcha. Wow. And in World War II, he became a instructor pilot and a also a uh, combat pilot uh, and, an and an advisor and went on to uh, many great things during it. Uh, it would take forever to list yeah, his accomplishments. Right. No yeah, wonder it, he was feeding the seagulls. Right. Though. He's thankful no for him for yeah. sure. Yeah. That's, That's incredible. Uh, what's his name again, Mark, so we'll remember? Eddie Rickenbacker. I have to look that up and read more about yeah. that. It's yeah. very interesting. Thank you, Mark. Appreciate it, brother. Calling from uh, Louisiana. Next up is Michael in Kansas. Hi, Michael. Hi. Uh, how are you, Michael? How are you doing today? Good. I want to answer the question of Brad. Well, you're, uh, you're breaking up a little bit. What is your question again? What did you say? I want I want. Answer the question of how many people, average people, take how many breaths. Oh, okay. Yeah, my question. Okay, Michael, here it is. I'll repeat it for those who are just joining us. And the answer would be in the thousands, okay? So round it off. Okay. But the, the question is an average human takes how many breaths a day? 
20000 or more. Okay. Uh, I'll give you that. My answer is 23000 Wow. Wow. Uh, but maybe this is a person who runs wind sprints in the afternoon. <laughs> uh, but uh, but t- over 20,000 breaths a day Dang. is uh, the average person takes. You, you talk about taking something for granted, right? Right. Yeah. Your oh, next breath. Hope I make it to the next breath. Right. Yeah. Right. You know? Wow. Yeah. How, how did you know that, yeah. Michael? I took a little bit of biology class in high school. Okay. And you well, you made Remembered your biology it. teacher right. proud by yeah, remembering. Yeah. I remember that. Did you have a question for us? No. And I make Walmart statements is just remember those victims of 9 11. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Michael. And, and it's been 20 years it happened. Yeah, 20 years ago. Do you guys remember where right. you were? Kendra, I you're do. younger than I do. us. <laughs> how, how old were you? In, uh, that's a bad question. I, I, oh, goodness. How old was I? I want to say I was. 14. Yeah. Um, wow. Did you 13. catch the gravity of that? I did. I did. I mean, it was on TV and watching it and seeing more how my parents responded to yeah. it and the people around me. It was like, you know, scary yeah. to see how. how I don't they think responded. that's something you'll ever forget where you were when you heard that. No, it's one of those for the uh, baby boomer generation. It's uh, like JFK. Mm. Where were you when JFK that's was? Right. When you heard JFK was shot, it's the same thing for. My husband and I were were teaching a class about um, the impact of the resurrection of Christ and, and talking about how that's an impact event that the disciples would never forget the details of, that they can remember it later. And we used 9-11 as an example, and we said, like, I'm sure you all remember. And, and we were teaching the young adults at our church, and they just, like, blinked at us. None of them were born. <laughs> we were Time like, flies. That's when the, I realized oh, how really? old I was. Okay. Yeah. We're at the college and careers age now. Some of them were like, yeah, it was six months, so that wasn't really, I don't right. really remember well, that. Wow. that. It's been a long time, yeah. but for you. those that lived through it, man. I'm telling you, you just, uh, as you get older, you, yeah. I was at Grandparents Day this morning at our school for our grandkids. And I walked in, I told my wife, there's sure is a bunch of old people here. <laughs> huh? Who are these, What's happened who are to these them? What is the deal with these people? Huh? Yeah. Why are we here with all these old oh, people? This. Uh, then she's you like, look like guess mirror. what? Yeah. We're their age. Yeah, I know. <laughs> all right. You're listening to Trivia Friday on American Family Radio. And uh, we go back to the phones. Uh, where do we go, Kendra? We're where going do we go to next? Sarah in Virginia. Sarah, welcome to Trivia Friday. Hi. Thank you. Glad uh, to have you on. Uh, Sarah, where in Virginia are you listening? Richmond. Oh, wow. Okay. Great place. Absolutely. Great place. Yes. Uh, ask, answer, or both? I'll do both, please. Okay. Which one do you want to answer? I'll answer the uh, where they were first called Christians. In what city were followers of Jesus first called Christians, Sarah? Antioch. That is correct. Great job. It was a very impactful city. They were the first to send aid to Jerusalem during the famine, and it was the first time you had Gentiles thinking outside of their bubble and sending, and the church really exploded there. So have you, uh, did you remember that from uh, reading Acts or just a Bible trivia person yourself? I, I remembered it. Wow, great That's job. Good. That's great good. job, Sarah. And you know, Amen. there are a lot of uh, churches named Antioch. Mm-hmm. Yes, there is. Listen. Uh, you know, in the U.S., uh, well, in other places too, but in the U.S. in particular. Well, it moved from Jerusalem to Antioch. 
the impactful churches, Jerusalem, Antioch, and then to Ephesus. Wow. And that's the way it came west in a lot of our Western civilization mm-hmm. that is just based upon the Ten Commandments and, and Christianity. It You can watch that even in the New Testament. You see that journey being made. And then later on, on, on into on Europe. To, on into Europe. <clears throat> it really went. Yeah, way to go, Sarah. Do you have a question for us? Yes, I do. Fire away. True or false? Mangoes are related to poison ivy. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, this sounds like a JJ question right here. Wow. True or false? 50% chance, guys. Let me, I, I would just say this as an observation. Uh, I would eat a mango. <laughs> I would not eat some poison ivy. <laughs> right, right. But I would advise against eating poison ivy. Typically, uh, weird, true, and it. false questions tend to be true, in my opinion. But yeah. this one, I just can't believe it. I'm going to have to go false. I can't remember. Uh, you know, poison <laughs> ivy is a vine. Yes. I've heard mangoes are trees. They're trees, right. So I'm going to say false. We're going to yes. go false, Sarah. We think you're tricking us. Okay. Well, it's true. Oh, no. <laughs> all right, so, all right. I would just say, explain yourself. <laughs> well, mangoes and poison ivy are both members of the Anacardiaceae family. Well, is that a virus? Are we supposed <laughs> to be? Are we supposed to be impressed by that, Sarah? That uh, they're members. They of the... were distant, distant well, cousins yeah. in that family. <laughs> no, uh, how, how, some uh, people d- are allergic to the skin of mangoes, and uh, huh. because of that relation. Really, but it's wow. a rare, a rare allergy. <laughs> wow. Okay, now so again, uh, you're telling you're telling us mangoes, which are on trees, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, mango trees. Right. Ma- like a mango grove or something, mm-hmm. like like oranges or something, or That's bananas. I would, th- I would assume, yeah. Okay, so, and they're related to poison ivy in the same uh, family. Family, because why? Uh, what do they have in common? They just are. <laughs> because they, what do they have in common? I guess I'm, I'm asking. I guess the genus or the whatever the. They're, they're in the same family in the classification lineup. I, that's as far as I can Got Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Got wow. Well, that's Crazy. interesting. Man, we're learning a lot today on learning <laughs> Okay, uh, Sarah, let me ask you this. Is a tomato a, a vegetable or a fruit? I consider it a fruit. Yeah, it is a fruit, actually. Technically. They, yeah. I consider it a vegetable, but I know it's a fruit. I know that other it, people. Well, in the biological classification, it would be a fruit. Yes. Right. It's, so, I have a question for you, Sarah. In the South, is macaroni and cheese a fruit? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't know. Okay. Yes, it is a fruit or a vegetable. Uh, all right. Dietary well, staple. Uh, you're in Richmond. You're still in the South. Thank you, Sarah. Well, I'm originally from Ohio. Oh, Ohio. So okay. Buckeye. Okay. We don't need a lot of Southern things. Okay. Well. <laughs> oh, you don't, you don't fry everything? No. What's wrong with you? Hey, do you drink teasing. sweet tea? I'm just teasing. Uh, no, I like tea, but not sweet tea. Oh, me. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, Sarah. Take care. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Sarah calling in for Virginia, and she's originally from the Buckeye State. So, great question there. Mm-hmm. The mango and. I had no, I wouldn't. I mean, Never. you said most of the time they're true, yes, but that just didn't register with I just, me. I couldn't put that together. And uh, I golf, you know, and when I lose my golf ball, which is rare. <laughs> uh, you have to go looking for it. You're always on, you're always on you're the always lookout looking. for poison ivy. Yes. Right. Huh? You, you count the points on the leaves. What is we'll that, back. three? Yes. <laughs> 
momentarily with more Trivia Friday. Hurricane Ida is one of the strongest hurricanes to hit Louisiana to date. Thousands are in need of hope and help, so 8 Days of Hope is headed to Louisiana to help them begin rebuilding their lives. If you're local to the area or if you can travel, you're very welcome to join. But if you can't do that, you're still able to help through your prayers and donations. To sign up as a volunteer or to donate, go to 8daysofhope.com. 8daysofhope.com. You know, when Matthew 19, the, the scripture records a Pharisee trying to test Jesus concerning marriage, and Jesus responded, Have you not read that he who created them from the beginning made them male and female? And for this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. In the beginning, the first institution God created was the family. Marriage is the centerpiece of family. As a husband and father myself, let me tell you, marriage is absolutely wonderful. And we want to encourage and educate people to embrace God's design as the fundamental building block for all of human civilization and to celebrate the lifelong union of one man and one woman as the objective institution that produces human flourishing. Tune in to By Design as we explore God's true purpose and design for marriage. Just visit the podcast page at AFR.net. Hello, Americans. I'm Todd Stern. Stand by for news and commentary next. No matter your career goals, you want to find a university that provides excellent academics and state-of-the-art facilities at a price you can afford. At Liberty University, they believe a quality Christian education should be available to everyone. That's why they've frozen their tuition rates through the 2021-2022 academic year and offer multiple scholarships, like the Middle America Scholarship, to bring that price point even lower. Learn more by texting STARNS to the number 49596. Shock and awe, that's a good way to describe President Biden's decree to the nation on Thursday, announcing a nationwide crackdown on the unvaccinated, ordering large private businesses to get their workers vaccinated. All federal workers must also get the jab, along with government contractors. There are still lots of unanswered questions. Will this impact Christian colleges and universities? What about megachurches that typically have more than 100 workers? And will parents have any say in whether their child is tested for the China virus at their local public school? Make no mistake, the president's decree is a direct assault on our freedom. President Biden told Americans they needed to show some respect. But in reality, he's the one who needs to show some respect for the American people, for our military, and for the United States Constitution. My new book, by the way, now in bookstores, our Daily Biscuit, Devotions with a Drawl, available at ToddStarns.com. Therefore, preparing your minds for action and being sober-minded, set your hope fully on the grace that will be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. 1 Peter 1.13 American Family Radio
Bert. You know that thing. Oh, I'm telling you, I'm riding my horse right up to the TV camera, <laughs> man, right now. What a show. Used to, I'd get out of church early on Sunday night so I could get home and watch Bonanza. It just, well, you were the preacher. No, not then. I, I'm not that old now, okay, Tim. Okay, You mean back when you were a kid? Yeah, when I was a kid. One, okay, I you, prayed that the church would get out early so we could get home. So you wouldn't miss little Joe and Hoss? I didn't want to miss little Joe and Hoss. I okay. could miss Adam and do all right, but little Joe and Hoss, man, that's as good as they got. Oh, man. All right, so Trivia Friday is on the air on American Family Radio. We do this every week during this hour and a half, and we uh, enjoy having you listen and call in. If you'd like to watch the show on, on what Ed Vitagliano calls that there internet, you just go to YouTube <laughs> or Facebook and type in Today's Issues, Today's Issues on YouTube or Facebook, and you can join us uh, video streaming there of the show live. And we uh, already get the AFR app. And uh, here's the phone number, and we invite all those to call who haven't been on the air with us on Trivia in the last eight weeks. Here's the number again, 888-589-8840, 888-589-8840. Should you want to send us an email, uh, just uh, comments at AFR.net, comments at AFR.net. I'm Tim Wildman with Bert Harper and Kendra White, and we shall at this point repeat our questions that have here to four. Here to four. That's here right. Here to four. Man, way to go, Kendra. <laughs> trying to get the word here to four back in the... Uh, in the English vocabulary. Yes. In yes, the rotation. Yeah, yeah. Before it's lost forever. Uh, and so here to four. I will begin okay, with our ahead, new questions. Kendra. Okay. So who is the famous inventor who said God is going to reveal to us things he never revealed before if we put our hands in his? And I'll add, he also called God Mr. Creator God. Okay, question number two, what is the formula for the area of a circle? A little geometry there. And we'll go back to the book of Acts for another Bible question. In the book of Acts, we meet a man named Barnabas. What does his name mean? Oh, wow. Those are great questions. What does okay. Bar- what is what the name Barnabas mean? Yeah. Okay. Go ahead, Bert. Yeah. Uh, the first question is a Bible question. What Bible story is about two men who could be called by their nicknames, Lefty and Fatty. What Bible story is about two men who could be called <laughs> Lefty and Fatty? Politically Once you incorrect. know this Bible story, well, you can't forget you it. Cannot you forget cannot forget, forget, forget it. it. I also think that on the side they wrestled. Uh, it was <laughs> not wrestled. They wrestled. No, they had a ta- they, they had a ta- yeah. a ta- WWE. They were there. They were there. <laughs> they were That's a tag it. team. Yeah, Lefty right. and Fatty. Uh, second question: <laughs> On what television show did Sheriff Andy Taylor make his first appearance? And then I'm throwing in a new question, and it's this one. Uh, in what sport is love, L-O-V-E, a score? Ah. Yeah. In what sport like is love a score? Hmm. Sounds like a, a song. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right. Uh, here are my three questions. One of them was answered. Uh, that was the one an average human takes how many breaths in a day, and it's over 20,000. I had 23,000 down here. And we don't even realize we're doing it. Right. Until we're there's not a, doing there's it. There's a sermon there <laughs> exactly. somewhere. All right. My uh, my first question is, who is the number one novelist in history? I'm talking about best-selling novelist in history, other than William Shakespeare. Other than William Shakespeare. And this is a, it's a great a, question. A, a, you'll yes. know the name. 
Uh, but anyway, who's the number one selling novelist in history? Number two, how do ants, uh, you know, not, not your aunt, not like Aunt B, but an ant, a little bitty thing on the ground. How, how do ants find their way back to their nest? They go out, they wander around, they travel the world. They come to, back home. To them, it's the world. <laughs> For us, it's five feet. But to how do ants find their way back to their nest? And a new question. I have a, uh, a question about our home state uh, here of Mississippi, where we broadcast from in Tupelo. Uh, but the question is this. Uh, Mississippi, the state, not the river, produces about 60% of America's what? Hmm. Mississippi uh, produces 60% of America's what? That's my uh, question. I would call in if I had the number. Yeah, you got it. Your eyes just bugged anyway. out. No, All right, no. let's go, Bert. Okay, let's go to Louisiana and talk to Keith. Keith, welcome. What part of Louisiana are you from, Keith? I uh, Right now I'm in Pollock, Louisiana at a federal prison. I'm uh, I'm sitting in my office. Okay, okay. man. Well, Thanks listen, for- do you want to answer or ask or do both? I'm going to try to uh, answer the one about uh, the ants. Okay. I'm anxious do, to hear this. Well, do they go marching in one by one <laughs> would be my first hurrah. question to you, Keith. Well, that's what I was going to say. Yes. Why does that song come to our minds when I ask that question? All right, Keith, here's the they, question. Uh, go ahead. That, that, here, here's the question. How do ants find their way back to their nest, Keith? They they use their sight kind of uh, in the sun's position, kind of like the landmark and all that, to, to find a way. Okay. Uh, well, that may be partly true, although that's not the answer I have or I'm looking for. I did for. my research. That's what Google said. Okay, well, hey. He's pulling that Google card on yeah. you. Who am I to question Google, right? My bad. Hey, you know what? Uh, well, I'll just say this, Keith. You may be right. Uh, in, yeah. That may be a part of the equation, but that's not – I have a specific – Not what uh, you're looking for. That's right. So, uh, anyway, fire away, Keith, with your question for us. Oh, yes, I do. Uh, the uh, origin of, of – that's all she wrote? When somebody says that's all she wrote? Oh, that's where, a, where did that originate from? That is a great question, oh, Keith. That's all she uh, wrote. So Keith asked, where, the expression, that's, right. that's all she wrote, and that's all she wrote. Oh, she, uh, I don't have time to do well, it's, 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 <laughs> it's obviously from uh, a somebody receiving a letter who's probably off at war or way away from home or something like that. I mean, that's a general that's a answer. How long huh? has the phrase been around? I don't know that I've ever heard And that's really... all she wrote? Yeah. That, that's probably good night. As long as I've been alive. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Keith, uh, we, we, we only, don't know. We don't know. Go ahead. Well, once again, uh, let me turn this radio down. Yeah. Once again, uh, according to Google, yeah, it, it attributes the origin to the Dear John letters back in World War Two. Okay. So, you were so, pretty close yeah, there. So, yeah. so, so I would was give you partial credit there. Soldiers yeah. or seamen off at war, and then yeah. they would use the expression, and that's all she wrote. All she wrote. Um, Bye. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. That's all she wrote. Mm. Okay, good. Uh, well, Keith, thank you, my friend. Appreciate it. Hey. Yeah, thank you. Re- you yeah, really. Um, uh, and that's uh, the, that that expression. 
it's been used. Huh? You've you've heard it a lot. I, man. No, you haven't. I don't. Maybe maybe it's back before email. Maybe. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's not ringing a bell. I yeah, don't know. that's all she wrote. Maybe, maybe you, I've heard it. it. I've never used it. Kentucky. <laughs> have, you, have you ever heard the expression? You're you're in your thirties, right? I am. Okay, so have you ever heard the expression, uh, "Dear John"? Yes, okay. a Dear John letter. A Dear John they letter. Made a movie about it, so. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so they need to make a another romantic movie. comedy. Wrote, then uh, I'll know about oh, okay. it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, they need a romantic comedy call, and that's the, all the, she wrote. And then I'll. That's all she you know. wrote. Yeah. All right. Uh, there are a lot of uh, expressions that, that like, uh, Keisha to ask about. And they all have history. JJ's used those as trivia Period. questions. Yeah, yeah. yeah for they sure. Really do. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, so we go back to the phones, and Matthew's on the line with us from Oklahoma. How you doing, Matthew? I'm good. How are y'all doing? Doing well, my friend. What part of Oklahoma are, do you live? I'm from a town called Ada. It's about an hour and a half southeast of OKC. Yes. Yeah. Yes. No, you know where Atoka is? Oh, yeah. It's about an hour. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We've been up that way. We've traveled that way before. It's a beautiful country. Yeah. Okay, Matthew, ask, answer, or both? I'll do both. Which one do you want to answer? I want to try the one about lefty and fatty. Okay. <laughs> Here I've been we go. Wait- I've been waiting on this one. Uh, you could tell I put a lot of thought into yeah. this question, biblical question, the doctrine and everything like that from exploring the Word. <laughs> okay, what Bible story is about two men who could be called lefty and fatty? Is that in the Judges where Ehud killed Eglon? And That's it. Way to go. Way to go. Matthew, tell us about that. What's the, what's the story there? Well, the Moabites have been oppressing the Israelites, and God raised up Ehud to deliver them. He went into the king of Moab there, and the king of Moab, Eglon, was very fat. And uh, he went in to speak privately with him, or, or something of that nature. I don't quite remember. But he got into his private chambers alone. He was left-handed, took out a knife, and stabbed Eglon, killed him. But the fat closed over the knife, and he could not pull it out. That's right. Because they checked the, they would like security check just like the right side, right? right? Wasn't right. that he, how he got in? Since he's left-handed, uh, you know, they didn't pat down both sides, mm. just the right side. So he got in with his knife and stabbed. So him. he, like, so so he didn't he go in. He didn't go in way. to talk to him about a diet plan, <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, that's right. Just, it seems like the TSA security in Israel needs to like step up a notch. Like they can't think about left-handed people. Like, <laughs> uh, but I love that story. Yeah. Lefty and fatty. Lefty and fatty yeah, story. story. Matthew, where to go? He was the second yeah. judge. Uh, mm-hmm. Othaniel was the first one, and Ehud was the second judge. Mm-hmm. And uh, from there, they got their armies. Ehud became a very important person. And they were able to defeat the Moabites and put them back in their place. Mm. All right, Matthew, your question for us. Hey, I'm going to do a Civil War history question. All right. What, what Union general was present at the Battle of Shiloh, later became governor of New Mexico, and also wrote the best-selling book that's still around today? Do you know what his name was? Did he write being her? He did. Hmm. Go ahead, Bert. It's on the tip of your tongue. I remember being her. You know, you can't forget that. Mm -hmm. Such a good book. I cannot think of his name. Wasn't Grant. No, no, Uh, no, no. Wasn't Grant, but uh, yeah. uh, Let's see. Hold on. Sherman. Sherman. Wasn't Sherman. When he says it, I'll remember it. (laughs) What if he gives you the first letter? Oh, man, yeah. What do you think, Matthew? Can you give him the first letter? 
uh, the last name or the first name? Last, last name. name. W. Mm, well, it's not coming. Uh, all right. Uh, we don't know, Matthew. Matthew. It was Lou Wallace. Lou Wallace. Wallace. Oh, man, yes. Wrote Ben-Hur. He wrote Ben-Hur. Wow. But he was there in Shiloh, and uh, when I was uh, growing up, we went to Shiloh every mm. year. I, uh, I can't do believe I didn't remember it. they do reenactments there? Or well, yeah, they do only, reenactments there. Man, they about, have some big cannons mm. there. Yeah, it's only about an hour from where we are here. Yeah. Oh, wow. It's in uh, Tennessee. Uh Matthew, great question, my friend. Appreciate it. Uh, thanks for calling. Ben Hur was an amazing mm-hmm. movie. It's been made three. Yep. I think it's yep. three different times, but hard to get Charlton Heston. Kind of like the Ten Commandments. Right. That's Moses. It's a classic. Yeah. You can't... And Heston. Now, I, b- I believe. Uh, uh, I'm not an expert on the Civil War, but I want to say Shiloh, the the Battle of Shiloh, and it's Shiloh, Tennessee, which is uh, uh, between. Corinth, Mississippi, and Jackson, Tennessee, Savannah, Tennessee. I believe that was the top five deadliest uh, battles wow. in in, yeah. in in Civil War really? history. Antietam. It may be, it may be like number two or something. I think Antietam is the first one. I remember that. And then Shiloh is right there, and it mm. was a two day battle. And uh, so, and it, it's it's called Pittsburgh Landing. Uh, by by the northern and Shiloh the southern because of the Shiloh ba- uh, Methodist Church it was there and the battle was over controlling Corinth Mississippi because it was the had the railroad and uh, they they went out to meet them the the southerners went out to meet them at Shiloh before they got to Corinth. You know I, this is a uh, okay this is related to the topic but when I was a kid I'm 58 so I was a kid I could have been. Anywhere from six to twelve years old, that I have this memory of, uh, because my grandparents lived probably as the crow flies thirty miles, forty miles from Shiloh mm. in in Tishomingo County, Mississippi, in the northeast corner. But I remember the old timers then, my grandparents and others, talking about how back, I guess, would have been their grandparents <clears throat> could hear the. Gun, hear the cannon fire wow. from that from 20, 25, 30, whatever, 40 miles away. Wow. And the, that was a legend that was passed on. Wow. Of the of the Battle of Shiloh. Exactly. Uh, my great-grandparents was in Alcorn same thing. County. Same thing, which is real close to Tishman. Same thing. They could hear the But, sh- you know, you wonder, you couldn't do that today, obviously. <clears throat> I mean, you, you really could not. I, you, maybe you could. Too much white noise. From yes, <laughs> yes. But I was going to say, and- back, back, this would have been back before airplanes, interstates, mm-hmm. cars even. So so you can imagine it, it's it's in, in, a, in a stillness and a silence like that. You probably mm. could hear 20, 30, 40 miles away if you had massive amount of gunfire and cannon fire. And, and if you go up there and you see the cannon battery and they tried they try to lay it out certain places the way it was, I mean, we're talking about 20 cannons, bam, just going one right after another. It was a huge battle. Hey, let's repeat what. our questions, guys. All right. Name the famous inventor who... I'll give you a new quote from him, said, When I was young, I said to God, tell me the mystery of the universe. But God answered, that knowledge is for me alone. So I said, God, tell me the mystery of the peanut. Then God said, well, that's more nearly your size. And he told me, who is the inventor? What is the formula for the area of a circle? And in the book of Acts, 
What does the name Barnabas mean? Wow, great questions. Uh, one question that I have hadn't been answered is, on what television show did Sheriff Andy Taylor make his first appearance? And then replacing my Bible question with a Bible question, after the nation of Israel divided, that's after Solomon died and became two nations. Okay. After they had become two nations, how many good kings, according to the Bible, did the northern kingdom have? Hmm. How many good kings? Okay. And the Bible states whether they were like David or not. And then my third question would be, uh, on, on, yeah, how many, uh, in what sport is love a score? Hmm. It's not bowling. <laughs> That's called spare. I'll just give people yeah, that. Yeah. We'll rule that out. I'm pretty sure 1 Corinthians says when you love, you're not supposed to keep score. <laughs> that's what my you know marriage what? counselor that's told good. me. Yeah, amen. <laughs> We're going to have to correct that, that sport, aren't we? Just to the uh, lady from Kentucky, I say touche. <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, just uh, back to our question real quickly, people might want to know. I, I said that the Battle of Shiloh may have been a top five uh, battle in terms of deaths, sadly, uh, but uh, it, it was number six. Mm. The Battle of Shiloh, uh, which was fought in April of 1862, tw- listen to this, 23,746 died. Wow. Can you imagine? With the population size back then. Well, <laughs> you know, yes, yes, but to have that many men die. Wow. In one battle, uh, I don't know how many days it lasted. The uh, uh, Battle of Gettysburg, July eighteen sixty-three, fifty-one thousand. That's the that's the top uh, death count for a Civil War battle, uh, and then it you know goes down. But the Battle Battle of Shiloh, number six, there on that list. Look, you keep listening, tragically. and you're gonna learn you something on Trivia Friday. You're gonna that's learn right. some history you're gonna learn here. Something. <laughs> that's right. Amen. All right, you're listening to uh, Trivia Friday. Go ahead. Uh, did we repeat? I got it? mine. Sure. Did, did we? You need to repeat yours. We okay, me. Ours? Okay. Yeah. Mine. Uh, how do ants? A N T S. Not your aunt. How do ants find their way back to their nest? Once they go out, whenever they go out for. You know, how do they come marching one by one yeah. back? How do they march? <laughs> That's right. How do they find their way back to their nest? I guess they follow the, the ant in front of them. <laughs> they play the song. One by one. <laughs> There's a moral to that. Yeah, you're, right. You're going to go through life just following the ant in front of you, son? <laughs> when are you going to? You have to create your own path yeah. in life. <laughs> All right. Number two, uh, the top selling novelist of all time is who uh, that excludes the William Shakespeare. He's like in the league by himself, I think. So, uh, the, but the, 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 uh, top selling novelist other than Shakespeare, you will know the name. And number three, <clears throat> the state of Mississippi produces about 60% of America's what mm. Produces about 60% Bert's itching to answer this one. of America's what. All right, back to the phones, Kendra. All right, let's go to Texas, to Orban. Orban, welcome to Trivia Friday. Thank you. Is this your first time being on Trivia Friday? No, I've been on before. Okay, he's a veteran. Well, oh, we'll wow. see how his, <laughs> how his score holds up. Well, Cor- uh, Orban, would you like to ask, answer, or do both? I will try both, please. Okay, which question would you like to answer? 
I would like to try to answer the novelist question. Ooh, Tim's oh, question. man, I've been waiting to. Mm-hmm. Okay, the uh, top-selling uh, uh, novelist of all time uh, is, other than William Shakespeare, is who, Orban? Okay, this is a wild guess. I'm not real wide reader, reader but I love to read Louis L'Amour. Uh, that is a very good guess. Mm-hmm. It is incorrect. He, I think he's top 20. What did he write? What Louis Lamore? Are you talking about Westerns. the Western? Westerns. Mm. The, we- yes, the we- sir. Yeah, yeah. He's very, very popular in America. Okay. Uh, this novelist I'm talking about was popular World in America, World. but also internationally. Mm. But I think Louis Lamore is that the way you pronounce his name? Lamore. I think he's a top. He's top twenty, uh, which is <laughs> very. That's, for, that's Hall of Fame uh, material right there. But anyway, Arvin, good guess. Your question for us is what? Okay. Uh, traveling the interstate highway, you probably noticed this before, but the question is, how many cars maximum load do the big car transport trucks carry? How many total maximum? Uh, uh, are you talking about the uh, 18 wheelers out on the road carrying cars? How many do they carry? Correct. Max out. Okay. Max? Hold on. Don't say anything, Orban. I know I've counted okay. 10. I don't know if the 11th one is over the top or not. You know, what? You That's know, higher than I would have thought. Uh, so I'll I, go I believe with you. I'm right. I, okay. You're going to say 10 or 11 then, Bert? I will say 11. We're going to go 11, Orban. Okay. Well, I, I can't deny that. But what I've talked to truck drivers about on those rigs, nine is the average. But I guess if it's a smaller car, they can haul 11. Yeah. Okay. Between ten and yeah. between nine and eleven, then. Yeah. Uh, but you know, uh, they're not bringing new cars now, are they, Orban? No, that's a real, real, real globe time in this uh, car de- dealership time. Mm. Yeah. Do y'all know about this? I know. I don't know. Car not everybody buys new automobiles. Too. My wife and do, and I do about every yeah. three or four years. We trade and get a new one and. Somebody's got to buy the new and she, have used one sometime. Well, she went out and looked. It's computer chips. It can't find them. These poor car dealerships can't don't have new automobiles to sell. Wow. It's Are they really just not cra- manufacturing new? What, it's what? crazy. No, it's because of what Orban said. Orban, what would you say? The computer chips, they can't get them. They're, uh, they're uh, not getting computer chips for the cars. Yeah, it's crazy. Are they made in China? The, yes, sir. I the chips? So. The computer chips. So. Well, that's, that's 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 scary. Uh, all right, Orban. Thank you, my friend. Appreciate hearing from you today. That's Orban from Texas calling in. Uh, you're listening to Trivia Friday here on American Family Radio. We also call this Learning, Learning University. University. So Learning University is on the air. <laughs> School is in session. Class is going Let's on here. Up. So sit up and pay attention and make yourself, as Ed calls you, Cause uh, cause people who listen to this show smarterer, betterer, and more awesomer. That's how it is. Certainly, uh, yes. I'm getting there. That's what. <laughs> so that is what we put on our diploma. Oh wow! Those very words. Those are your uh, credentials to take with right. you. That's right. So back to the phones. Uh, Todd in North Carolina. Uh, Todd, good morning. Uh, good morning to the university. Hey, hey good Todd, to hear you, Todd. Todd. Todd's a longtime veteran of, uh, or I guess, uh, AFR. Yeah, of he AFR. Is. Yes, he is. And Todd is a faithful listener. Uh, how are you doing today, brother Todd? I'm doing just fine. Doing just fine. It's a beautiful day here in North Carolina. I'm just 
I'm loving getting into September. We're closing in on fall. I know, I know. You, you, you get can nice. feel it in it the was, air. It was the yeah. fall oh, this beautiful. morning. Seasonal so changes. Yeah. Uh, it's happening. I, I enjoy seasonal changes until mm-hmm. the season is winter. <laughs> 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 and then I like me about three days. Right. <laughs> enough Tap is out. enough. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, Todd, uh, uh, ask, answer, or both? I want to do both. Which one do you want to answer? I'm going to answer uh, Bert's question about Andy Griffith. Okay, here it is. Todd from North Carolina, he should know the answer. (laughs) No, if he's from Mayberry, he ought to know. But anyway, on what television show did Sheriff Andy Taylor make his first appearance? It was on Make Room for Daddy. Okay, yes. Wow. Now, when was that on? That show had two names, The Danny Thomas Show and Make Room for Daddy. It it was weird. They Mm. they would Mm -hmm. use both. But in 1960, Danny is picked up in Mayberry and comes. The sheriff has him there. Andy brings him in, and it says sheriff. And then he turns his little nameplate around. It says justice of the peace. Mm -hmm. So Andy had both positions, and he first appeared on the Danny Thomas. But that was his first introduced to television? That's it. First time Andy Andy Taylor was on. And then somebody had the idea. Spinoff show based on that scene. Wow. And that's when Barney. Uh, they had worked together. Don Knotts and Andy Griffith had worked together in No Time for Sergeants. And Barney heard about him having this TV show. And Don Knotts called up and says, a good sheriff needs a good deputy. And that's how Don Knotts that's great. came <laughs> to be a part of it. Hey, Todd, can you hold on to the break, please? Yes, I can. Okay, we're going to take a break for news here, folks. And uh, then we'll come back uh, in four or five minutes from now. And and we'll, we've got another half hour of, of Learning University coming up. And Todd will be up, and then other folks who are waiting will be asking their questions. So we'll be back momentarily. Stay with us. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast may not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.